you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to make mistakes and put yourself on the line, but you need to because without those struggles, there is no progress. We are living this one life and you have to give it everything you got and a little bit more. That's what it's like to be passionate. Welcome to the Live Passionately podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever time it is, and whatever you are doing. I hope that you are approaching life as joyful as you can, especially during these uncertain times. And if you can't find that inner joy, I want you to kind of take a breather and take a moment to find it because that is definitely part of our route to our happiness and our guide in life. So on today's episode of the Live Passionately podcast, I want to talk to you about leadership. Leadership is a bit of a trickier topic for me to talk about, not because it makes me uncomfortable or because I, I look at it as a negative thing. It's not so much that as it is, it keeps reminding me of, you know, being that little girl and being kind of told that I wasn't ever going to amount to being a leader. I wasn't going to be a leader and I wasn't, I was never told that directly. I don't want you to think that people said it directly, but I'm sure that I'm not the only young woman that has had this experience when they were growing up, when we were in school or working on projects or whatever. So many young women or young girls were told that they were being too bossy. But the young boys in the class never, never had that. They weren't told that they were being too bossy. They were told that they were being good leaders. But yet when young women did it or young girls did it, they were told that they were being too bossy. So I definitely grew up in this awkward time period where feminism was definitely into play. We would have been in the third wave of feminism at the time. And now we're in the fourth wave, but we would have been in the third wave of feminism at the time. And so it's not that it was, this is my job and my job is to be a housewife and that's all I'm going to amount to. Definitely not. So there was definitely this push for women to, you know, push boundaries and break down walls and and all that sort of great stuff. But yet when we still showed signs of, you know, being what a stereotypical man would be. So being a boss or being a leader or owning a company or having these qualities that in men would be something that teachers would be really revving about. Oh, you're going to make a great boss. You're going to make a great business owner. But yet when young women did it, no, we weren't told that we weren't going to amount to anything, but we we should have might as well been told that we weren't going to amount to anything because it was always looked at in a more negative light. And so I definitely struggled with this idea of leadership because unconsciously I was being told that I was never going to be a leader because I was a woman and it's not until I really start to say it out loud that it's like oh shit okay this definitely has some relativity or some play in you know my my unconscious and my subconscious and and how I react to things and my thought process with a lot of a lot of things before they happen or a lot of situations before they happen and yeah so I I now that I've studied psychology and I kind of understand a little bit more to human behavior, I'm no expert in human behavior, but I definitely was really fascinated by it. And so I studied a lot when it came to human behavior in my extra courses during university. And I definitely see it. Like I definitely see that there is a link between 
the person that wants to shy away and and not speak up and not say their speak their mind and and not run a business and not do these things because underlyingly as a young child I was told I'm not supposed to be because it's a bad thing. I'm being too bossy, it's a bad thing. But the kid next to me who happens to be a boy, happens to identify as a boy at that time, he's behaving the exact same way. So why is it okay for him to do it and not me? And so I definitely grew up in this kind of situation, in this era where it was really confusing for young women. And I'm sure even now some of that still happens. I really hope that it happens less. But, you know, I was in the schools with the teachers that were just retiring and so were their were their mindsets or mind frames the same as the teachers now i don't know right so it's all these components that come into play about leadership but a few years ago i finally kind of put my foot down when it came to leadership and i wanted to have this positive relationship with leadership because i was born to be a leader whether i was born to be a leader for myself and just lead myself into a path that would be or create more joy for me, then then that's the way that I was supposed to be a leader. Or whether I was supposed to start my own business and eventually add employees to my business and be a leader for my team, maybe that's that's what I was supposed to do. But leadership is definitely in my bones. It's, it's in my blood, it, it runs through my veins. And so to push it down just was definitely unnatural. And once I started listening to podcasts and reading books, I really started to develop this, this different way of looking at leadership. And I want to share that way of looking at leadership with my listeners today or with you guys today on the podcast. Leadership is focusing less on the outcome and more on the team that's working together to get there. Some people might disagree with that, that the outcome is more important than how you treat the people who are, who are getting you there. But I definitely look at leadership as a team. I don't look at it as an authority figure demeaning their employees because they're putting forth all of their power to make them feel the size of an ant. That's not leadership. Leadership is really understanding the people and working as a team and discussing the outcome and having the same motivation, inspiration, and drive to get there. And when we value the people that are helping us, because if you own your, if you have a company and you own your company or you have employees of some sort, you're a manager, whatever it may be, if you are in a position of leadership, if you are a leader to a group of people, even if it's just a seven-year-old group of kids playing soccer, if you are in the position to be a leader, you need to value every single member of your team. Because if you don't value every single member of your team, you're not gonna get valued work back. I really do narrow leadership down to three really important components. Communication, inspiration, and creativity. Notice that in those three really important components, control is not one of them. 
Because a good leader can delegate, a good leader works with their team, and a good leader doesn't take control over the situation, but listens to everyone's ideas and opinions and allows for the team to work together in order to have a more valued outcome. Communication is definitely on the top of the list and communication, whether it's leadership, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, it really doesn't matter. Communication is probably the most important human thing that we really need to work on. And I say really need to work on because I, I have noticed that a majority of the people around me don't know how to communicate properly or don't have a healthy communicative system set up. And I'm definitely guilty of some toxic communication behaviors uh, when I get really frustrated and I can't put words to my emotions and because I'm just so overwhelmed. I don't communicate at all. I don't say anything at all and I just get really quiet. Because I need the quiet in order to process everything, in order to be able to have a healthy communication. However, when I'm in the room with somebody, when I just shut down, it's very confusing for the other person unless they're very much aware that, okay, no, you know, Abby just needs time to to think it over, to process, and, and to understand what she's feeling so that she can express, you know, express that to me. But when I'm in the room with someone who doesn't know that, and, and to be fair, almost nobody knows that, or everyone forgets that I need this quiet time, it can look like a really toxic communication behavior. It, it can be a really toxic behavior or a really toxic reaction because then the other person doesn't know what to do and possibly could make it worse by saying more. Or they could feel undervalued because it's as if I'm not listening to them. So that's definitely something that I'm working on. But a lot of the people around us struggle with the idea of proper and healthy communication. Yelling at each other is not healthy communication. Pretending to listen to each other is not healthy communication. And that's the same for leadership. Because it's not just you. You're not the only person on the team. And so leadership communication is such an important component. Understanding what's going on with your team members. Understanding what's up with the, the, the situation or the project. Understanding how your team members are feeling. This will allow you to be able to approach your team with a different perspective, a different mindset. And it also gives you the opportunity to have a communication about what compromises need to be made or even if there's no compromises, even if it's what, what do we need to do in order to be more productive as a team. And having that discussion, understanding what people need. Some people it might be that they need more than two 15-minute breaks a day. Other people it, it could be that they need to be in a different environment or they need something new in their environment. And it could be something just as small as, as music. Having that music in their workspace in order to increase their motivation. Whatever it is, talking about it allows for everyone as a team to come up with a plan. And so having good, healthy 
communication skills as a leader is one of the most important components of leadership in my personal opinion. This also means being able to follow through when you say something and having honest communication, meaning what you say. Quite a few years ago now, I got a job, a really short part-time contract. I think it was just a couple weeks I was brought in and the person who had hired me was very nice and intelligent and kind and he was saying all the things, all the things, all the right things that would want me to say yes to only only working for a couple weeks there when I could have been finding a permanent job. And I said yes because he said all the right things. And I thought that he was, he came off as a very honest, thorough leader. A few weeks into my contract, I come to find out that he didn't have proper communication skills as a leader because instead of meaning what he would say, he would just tell everyone what they wanted to hear. Which means that if there was a problem between two of his employees, he would tell one employee that he agreed with them and the other employee that he also agreed with them. And there would be no resolution, no solution to the problem. The problem wasn't fixed because both of them thought that the boss sided with me. And this became a very toxic environment and it's one that I, I left after my contract was over. I, I left and I was happy that I didn't stay there for, for a long period of time. But I, I always think back of the employees that are still there and who had to deal with this leader that wouldn't put their foot down and wouldn't follow through and wouldn't have a healthy communication with his employees and didn't look at everyone as a team. And when you say or tell people what they give them what they want to hear, you end up creating an environment of resentment. And that's exactly what he created with his employees. Everyone resented everyone. There was picking, there was bickering, there was fighting. And there was no solution to the problem. There was no compromise, there was no communication. And just that experience alone, even though I was quite young, I was quite young when I had that job, that experience alone really taught me a lot about what it means to be a good leader and what it means to have leadership skills and when it comes to communication. And if we're gonna communicate with our team members with a hidden agenda, a hidden agenda of I wanna make sure everyone likes me, eventually that will go south and it will go south very fast. Because as a leader and as a team, it's not as much of everyone liking each other and it has everything to do with everyone being able to work with each other and work off of each other and pull from each other's ideas and create something magical. And it's a bonus. It's a bonus if you all become friends and you are friends with each other. That's a bonus. But I don't have to be friends with someone to respect them and to appreciate them and to be loyal to them 
and be motivated and inspired by them in order to create, in order to develop, in order to work with my team members. I don't have to be friends with someone to see the value that they bring to the table. And I think that's definitely a mindset shift that we really have to start thinking about. I've had tons of people I've worked with that I wouldn't really call them friends. We didn't go out drinking after work. We didn't do these things. But in the workplace, we had a relationship, a coworker relationship, and I respected them and I understood their value and I went to them and asked for their advice. And sometimes we do get confused between being someone's friend and being someone's coworker because sometimes they can cross. But it's okay if they don't. And it's the same with being a leader. It's okay if, if you're not friends with your team, but that doesn't mean they're still not your team. The second component or the second skill for a good leader is inspiration. And I remember doing lots of readings and listening to certain podcasts that would say that the leader had to be inspired all the time, that the leader had to create the vision, but I very much disagree with that. I disagree that the leader creates the vision and then delegates their team members to create that vision or to make that vision a reality. In my experience with wonderful and great leaders is that they inspire others to create a vision. And it's not that a, a leader has to be completely uncreative. That's definitely not it. That's another really important component that we'll get to. But when it's just your idea that you always want your team members to follow through with, that's not good leadership skills. Being able to inspire others to come to you with brilliant and fantastic ideas, to be able to expand those ideas and have other team members work on them and be motivated by them, you're gonna have so much more value in what you create together because there's so much inspiration going on, there's so much passion, there's so much fire happening as a team because everyone feels open and safe and they know that they can be inspired to create inspirational things with you as their leader because they know that you will listen to them and that kind of gets incorporated back up with communication. They all intertwine somehow. When I left my, my initial career, I guess you would say, the career path that I had initially chosen when I was 18 or 19 years old, when I had left and decided that that's not what I wanted to do, I remember going in and talking to my employer about it. And I told him, in a very calm, collected way. I respected him. It was not him that made me decide this because it, I was in a negative environment, but it was actually the opposite. And although he was a little disappointed with the outcome that I was leaving, I reassured him that his leadership skills, the, the, the component of inspiration, the healthy communication, all the things that he did as a leader no, this might not be the outcome that he predicted, but it was positive just the same. It was fantastic just the same because he gave me 
such a safe environment to explore and feel inspired and have and have and create a vision for myself that I was able to see that I wasn't quite in the right space. But I felt safe enough to feel all those feelings and I felt inspired enough to move forward. And that's so magical. It's so magical as a leader to be able to do that with your team members, even if it's not the outcome that you predicted, even if it means one of your team members might be moving on. When you create a safe and open space for inspiration and you allow others to feel inspired, the world gets so filled with joy and it's so rare to have leaders with this particular quality to be able to do this. So if you as a leader have that quality, you know that you're able to inspire people and get them motivated and and have them feel all the feelings that come with creating their path. You have done your job. The last component when it comes to being a great leader is that sense of creativity. And creativity... The definition of creativity is is all over the place, which of course it would be because creativity is messy and it's unpredictable. And that's what makes it so magical. And when it comes to being a leader, thinking outside the box and having to come up with different solutions definitely falls into the creativity skill of leadership. But there's something else that really emphasizes creativity when it comes to being a leader. And that's invoking a sense of imagination and wonder in your team members, which again, intertwines with that inspiration, getting them inspired. And a sense of wonder is so rare and so important. And when I say rare, I don't mean that it's rare in children, but it's, it's rare in adults and our sense of wonder kind of drifts away. The more we age, the more we're told that we have to focus and we have to stop being so creative or we have to stop living in our imagination and that sense of wonder slowly kind of gets pushed down and it slowly disappears. But as a leader, invoking that sense of wonder in your team members will lead to such valued work and such motivating creations and such an empowering movement as a team, as a group of people. I had a professor in university once, and I will never forget this lesson. He came in with a few mason jars. I can't remember how many mason jars, but a few mason jars he came in with. And they had these like little black, they looked like bugs. They looked like bugs. And there were different types of fluid in each mason jar and he had i am not shitting you he had a group of university students believing that there were bugs in those mason jars and he had us curious about it and trying to gather in our imagination and he had us trying to answer things and really look at it as if it was this huge scientific discovery. When in reality, 
they were raisins floating in different types of liquid, soda, water, etc. How mind-blowing is that? He was able to convince us, but I don't think it was so much the convincing as just giving us the safe space to allow our imagination to roam, to allow our sense of wonder to roam, to break free. And after that lesson, all of us in that room were so much more innovative. And we stepped out of the box a lot more in our thinking. And as I explain this to you, I really see what he was trying to teach us. It's really eye-opening what he was trying to teach us of how that sense of wonder gets pushed down. And if we don't have a sense of wonder, if we don't have imagination, if we don't have a leader to really inspire us and really motivate us and give us that sense of wonder and imagination, our work won't be as valuable as it could have been. It won't be as inspirational as it could have been. And that's why creativity is is maybe the last out of these three skills, but it's in my top three. It's in my top three for leadership skills because once again, leadership is focusing less on the outcome and more on the team helping you get there. So if you are creating an environment where your team members can be inspired and have their sense of wonder and have their imagination and feel safe in that environment to do so, you are focusing on your team and the outcome will be astronomical. And that's so magical. And that's so extraordinary. And it's amazing what being a good leader really does. It's amazing. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode on leadership. I know I really enjoyed recording it today and even I had it all written down, I had it all planned out. But saying some of these things out loud really allowed me to step foot in the shoes of reflection again. And I was able to reflect that much more on where my sense of leadership comes from and why it went astray for a little bit and how I brought it back and how I will continue to develop it and grow and nurture it and allow it to flourish into something beautiful. Remember to always live passionately and I will see you next time.